I'm your host, Rufi Castro, and welcome to the Epicenter Fresno podcast. Shalom, shalom, my friends. Welcome to part two of our series on the Sabbath. If you have not listened to part one of the Sabbath teaching, I encourage you to do so as it will give you the foundation. And at the same time, it will help bring you up to speed to where we are at right now. So when we left off, we had the children of Israel that showed up to the mountain. They were there at Mount Sinai. I want to start with Exodus chapter 19, as this will help set the stage and prepare us for what is about to happen. So Exodus chapter 19, starting at verse 1, there's a little bit of reading here, but uh, that's okay. Exodus chapter 19, starting at verse 1, the word of the Lord reads as follows. In the third month after the people of Israel had left the land of Egypt, the same day they came to the Sinai desert. After setting out from Rephidim and arriving at the Sinai Desert, they set up camp in the desert. There in front of the mountain, Israel set up camp. Moshe went up to God, and Adonai called him from the mountain. Here is what you are to say to the household of Yaakov, to tell the people of Israel. You have seen what I did with the Egyptians and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you will pay careful attention to what I say and keep my covenant, then you will be my own treasure from among all the peoples, for all the earth is mine, and you will be a kingdom of Kohanim, which means priests, for me, a nation set apart. These are the words that you are to speak to the people of Israel. And we want to pause right there. As we were discussing in our last episode, this is a mixed multitude that came out of Egypt and now they are at the base of the mountain. And God is having this conversation with Moses. And we have to take note that God is not making a distinction between the Hebrews, the sons of Israel, uh, or those that are part of the nation. God is looking at this multitude of people and he sees them as one. He sees them as his people. In fact, he goes on to say that if they are willing to hold on to this covenant, to enter into this covenant relationship with him, he's going to be their God and they are going to be his people. So again, We have a mixed multitude. We have sons of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And we also have people of the nations or Gentiles, if you will. So God's not making a distinction. This is very important because this is now going to be the second time that scripture tells us about the Sabbath. As we get ready to enter into chapter 20, this is a chapter that the majority of people are familiar with that mentions the Sabbath, Uh, yet many times they are unaware that this is a mixed multitude that God is seeing as one nation. He's seeing it as his people. So again, 
The Sabbath has nothing to do with Jews and Gentiles. The Sabbath is a covenant that God made with humanity. Again, if you haven't listened to part one, I encourage you to do so. So let's continue. We're in verse number seven. Moshe came, summoned the leaders of the people and presented him with all the words which Adonai had ordered him to say. All of the people answered as one. Everything Adonai has said, we will do. Moshe reported the words of the people to Adonai. Adonai said to Moshe, See, I am coming to you in a thick cloud, so that the people will be able to hear when I speak with you and also trust in you forever. Moshe had told Adonai what the people had said. So Adonai said to Moshe, Go to the people today, and tomorrow separate them for me by having them wash their clothing, and prepare for the third day. For on the third day Adonai will come down on Mount Sinai before the eyes of all the people. You are to set limits for the people all around and say, Be careful not to go up to the mountain or even touch its base. Whoever touches a mountain will surely be put to death. No hand is allowed to touch him, for he must be stoned or shot by arrows. Neither animal nor human will be allowed to live. When the shofar sounds, they may go up on the mountain. So we're going to pause right here as well. What is happening here is the Lord is getting ready to visit his people. We have to understand that the Lord is holy. As human beings, we are not holy. There is a preparation process, a sanctification process that has to occur with the nation. Now, I'm not saying the nation of Israel. I'm saying this whole nation, this group of people that are here, there is a sanctification process that has to take place in order for God to visit his people. Because God is holy, his people are not holy humanity is not holy. God can't just show up in all of his awesomeness, all of his holiness, because it would destroy every human being that's there. So God is going to be showing up and he's letting Moses know, tell the people there's going to be these clouds, there's going to be these thunders, you know, thunder, lightning, all this just awesome stuff that's going to be happening. And he is going to be showing up for the people that are there. So their responsibility is to prepare themselves to sanctify themselves. So when we get to verse number 14, it says, Moshe went down from the mountain to the people and separated the people for God, and they washed their clothing. He said to the people, prepare for the third day, don't approach a woman. So we're not going to get too much into it. Washing the clothing, um, it's another representation of a mikveh, um, the ceremonial washing. Uh, that will be a study for another uh, podcast. Uh, but just know that in uh, scripture, there is ceremonial washing uh, in order to be ceremonially uh, clean and pure to be in the presence of God. So again, uh, that's all we'll say for that right now. Uh, we'll hit that on a different podcast. So let's continue with verse number 16. It says, On the morning of the third day, there was thunder, lightning, and a thick cloud on the mountain. Then a shofar blast sounded so loudly that all the people in the camp trembled. When Moshe brought the people out of the camp to meet God, they stood near the base of the mountain. Mount Sinai 
was enveloped in smoke because Adonai descended onto it in fire. Its smoke went up like the smoke from a furnace, and the whole mountain shook violently. As the sound of the shofar grew louder and louder, Moshe spoke, and God answered him with a voice. Let's keep reading because this is awesome. Adonai came down unto Mount Sinai, to the top of the mountain. Then Adonai called Moshe to the top of the mountain, and Moshe went up. Adonai said to Moshe, Go down and warn the people not to force their way through to Adonai to see him. If they do, many of them will perish. Even the Kohanim, who are allowed to approach Adonai, must keep themselves holy. Otherwise, Adonai may break out against them. Moshe said to Adonai, The people can't come up to Mount Sinai because you ordered us to set limits around the mountain and separate it. But Adonai answered him, Go, get thee down. Then come back up, you and Aaron with you. But don't let the Kohanim and the people force their way through to come up to Adonai, or he will break out against them. So Moshe went down to the people and told them. So you have this awesome setting. If this was like a movie, if this was something that you can envision, or if you can envision this, this is just awesome with the thunder and the lightning. And Moses is literally speaking to the Lord and the Lord is speaking to Moses. And what I love about this is that God is doing his very best to ensure that none of his children try to go up the mountain, try to break through the boundaries that are being placed in order that they don't perish. So before God even begins to give us his covenant, his commandments, before God even begins to address us, he takes care to remind us that he's holy and for us to stay in our place. You see this in the majority of chapter 19. Now, We're going to get to chapter 20. Traditionally, when we get to any portion of scripture where God is speaking, you read the whole thing uninterrupted, right? Out of respect for the word of God. Um, Chapter 20, when we start talking about the 10 words, we call them the 10 commandments. Uh, Within the traditional teaching, they are referred to as the 10 words. When we get to the 10 words, we read all of it without pausing without stopping, and then um, then we give commentary. So this is something that we did uh, on Shavuot. I am not going to read all of them. I'm actually going to go to commandment number four. Okay, so because that's that's what we what we're dealing with is the Sabbath. So I'm going to go to commandment number four, and you will find that in Exodus chapter twenty and verse number eight. So commandment number four reads as follows. Remember the day, Shabbat, to set it aside for your God. You have six days to labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Shabbat for Adonai, your God. On it, you are not to do any kind of work. Not you, your son or your daughter, not your male or female slave, not your livestock, and not the foreigner staying with you inside the gates to your property. For in six days Adonai made heaven and earth, 
the sea and everything in them, but on the seventh day he rested. This is why Adonai blessed the day Shabbat and separated it for himself. So when you look at commandment number four, it's from verse eight to verse 11. So God literally is taking up four verses in scripture, in this commandment to help and explain Shabbat. This is important because when you reference commandment number one, commandment number one is, I am Adonai, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Yes, that's in the indicative mood. That is commandment number one. That is one verse. When you look at Shabbat, you're looking at four different verses. So again, this is to help us understand number one that the covenant of Sinai, when you look at all of these, they still stand firm today. So we have the Lord our God. We have, you will have no other gods before me. Uh, you have, uh, you shall not take the name of Adonai your God in vain. And number four, you have Shabbat. Remember Shabbat, keep it holy. You have number five, honor your father and mother. You have number six, you shall not murder. Number seven, you shall not commit adultery. Number eight, you shall not steal. Number nine, you will not give false evidence against your neighbor. And number 10, you will not covet anything of your neighbor. So you have 10 commandments. And and it's interesting to note that in 2023, when we look at, at scripture and when we look at the contemporary church, if you will, out of those 10 commandments, we hold on to nine of them. We hold on to 90% of the commandments. And the question does have to be asked, why do we hold on to 90% and not to 100%? What is it about Shabbat that is so controversial? Why? What is it about Shabbat that we... We fight it so much, and 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 we believe that it's a it's a Jewish thing, and it's not for us uh, in twenty twenty three. What is it about about Shabbat that just it it's a deal breaker for a lot of people? Yet the rest of the commandments, all other nine of the commandments there in Sinai, uh, you know, we're we're very. We're very quick to defend. We're very quick to say, no, it's a sin to murder. It's a sin to commit adultery. It's a sin to bear false witness. It's a sin to not recognize God, creator of heaven and earth, as the only God. Uh, it's a sin uh, taking the name of the Lord in vain, making it common and, and profane. It's a sin to do that. It's a sin to covet. Why is it that it's a sin for all of these other things, but then when it comes to the Sabbath, it's not a sin? You know, we know it's in there, but it's not for me. So what is it about that? So we will be discussing that as we continue um, with the topic of the Sabbath. This episode, I wanted to once again help us understand there is a mixed multitude that was there on Mount Sinai when the Lord began to speak. And it is this mixed multitude that received not only the 10 words, not only the 10 commandments, but it is this mixed multitude that received the 613 commandments that the Lord has given all of us. (music) 
Don't forget to check out our website, www.epicenterfresno.com, where you will find links to our Facebook page, our Instagram, and our YouTube channel.